0: Welcome to the Nine Nights Podcast. That was the sounds of Soccer Mums, a band from Leipzig in Germany. Yeah, you found this, Pete. I mean, it's rough around the edges, but what a sound. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, I know nothing about this band. Just came across this kind of black metal logo. You can tell there's something fun about it There's from the from the artwork, from the lyrics, from the song titles. Yeah, as you say, it's kind of rough and raw, but it is, it's got sludge with this sloppy crust and hardcore pace, I, I, I just loved it shit way. Yeah, and there's these uh, preposterous lyrics, which are hilarious. It's called Pe- Peak Performances Song, basically about having like uh, massive piles of, uh, dirty undies it starts with, and the last lyrics are, should I function or stay saying, my only kingdom is the mess I made. Which, you know, might sound profound, but I actually think it's just about them having a massive pile of dirty undies. Uh, It just, you know, like I said, it's kind of loud and sludgy and punk and brilliant.
0: Yeah, yeah. It kind of reminds me of those kind of crusty bands that were occupying the cricketers' arms in Sheffield um, many years ago. Um, Just kind of like that tongue-in-cheek kind of... Yeah, we're punks, but we're writing about absolute stupid things. So, yeah, I, I was well into this. There's, um looks like there's 100 copies of, of a cassette on sale. It's, it's worth checking out for for sure. You can get this at um, soccermums666.bandcamp.com. And that was a song, Peak Performance. As ever, we've got nine amazing tracks for you this week, brought to you by submissions and uh, us rooting around on Bandcamp and the like to find you the best sort of heavier stuff. More experimental stuff this week. A brilliant submission this week has come in from a long-time uh, Nine Hertz collaborator and uh, sort of contributor, I guess, uh, Kunal Nandi, who runs Superfy Records. Uh, Superfy put out dozens and dozens of releases over the years. They're about to put out a release by a band called Burrowing. Most of you probably won't be familiar with who they are, but. Um, uh, it's members of the band Nasdaq from Manchester, uh, and there's a violinist on here called DBH. Really, really interesting stuff. I, th- I thought it was really sort of psychedelic and and really quite varied, this album, isn't it? It's kind of got hints of maybe indie rock, stoner rock, psychedelia. I can hear this at Liverpool Psych Fest, perhaps.
1: Yeah, I couldn't put my finger on it, because the kind of core elements that came to mind, actually, things which I wouldn't necessarily be something I'm into, yet I was fully you know, into this. And like you say, it's got the kind of an edgy indie sound, a bit of a spacey post-rock. And I think it is that um, psychedelic air they manage, you know, this kind of lightness to it, um, which makes it more astral than your typical kind of, say, post-rock or, or whatever it is. And it makes it completely different. It just felt different from... Most things you hear, anything like this, so that's always a great thing.
0: Yeah, if you can't put your finger on something straight away, but you like what you hear, I think that's always like a good, a good sign, really. Um, I guess to be honest, there's there's probably so many references we could throw at this, but I think it kind of speaks for itself as a record. It's quite, it's quite a sort of an expansive album as well. You know, there's 11 quite meaty tracks here, and yeah, I I think there's quite a lot of guests on it as well. Um, lots of people doing the odd bit of vocal. There's a bit of sax that creeps in on some of them. Some programming and things like that so really really interesting so you can get this at and the album's called wait and uh, yeah we're gonna play a song called communion So, the next track we're going to play is from a band that have received quite a bit of hype lately. I've seen this being shared across various podcasts and various sort of review sites, and with good reason, really. The band's called Divide and Dissolve. It's just like a really interesting concept for a band, I guess. So, they're sort of pro-Indigenous, they're sort of Australian duo that kind of create this expansive kind of drone, like a cross between maybe Earth and and more kind of esoteric bands just really really engaging stuff isn't it Pete
1: it is yeah and, and there's been talk about them for a couple of years now I think at least without them having recorded much and I think that the reason was that I think people knew there was there was an album in them like this and it isn't an, a stunning album it's not you know we're, we're picking one song sometimes we'll pick a song which stands out from an album this you've got to hear the whole thing it's one of the the first great albums of 2021 I can't think of many maybe the body you know of, of, done yeah. something at this level so far, like I say, they've delivered. It's highly charged political movement they've put behind it. And then the, you know, the music is is daunting. What, what I like about it, you could almost describe it as kind of, you know, an art project, you know, it's, it's so kind of focused and, and brings in so many different elements yet. It's not pretentious in any way. You won't have like hardcore drone fans who have no interest in the, in the political side not kind of liking this. It's, you know, it, it covers all bases and it sounds stunning.
0: Yeah, and it's it's difficult to make this kind of. I mean, to call it simplistic is is an insult almost. But it is just very stripped back, very simple and to the point. It's got this energy to it that kind of draws you in and keeps your attention. And I think sometimes it's hard to kind of maintain that with music that rumbles so like this it it's really an achievement to make this sound and and to wrap it up in this concept as well to to make it work is is just stunning really i mean and i think that's why so many people are impressed with them and and why this album's such a big deal i think because yeah. um you know it's taken them a while to to get here so
1: sorry just a word on on the label as well it's on invader i'm not sure if that's global or, or just um, in the uk but invader uh run by i think it's jeff barrow from Portishead. i'm not sure they've done put much out uh, the last couple of years maybe i'm wrong maybe i've missed it but they've always had an ear for like interesting and like doom it's, like surprising from from you know the, obviously from Portishead. but he's also in beak as well but I, I remember he kind of they curated uh one of the all tomorrow's parties, said curating, and then there was loads of Doom bands. I think there was bands like Blood Island Raiders playing. So good to see them back, if, if that's, you know, at least in my consciousness, and brilliant that, you know, there's that collaboration there.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I can absolutely see this band playing Supersonic, possibly End of the Road Festival, that, that kind of artistic, kind of more laid back festival, festivals that give room to this kind of discourse. So yeah, I, I'm fully sort of into this, and I, I really hope I can get to see these at some point. That's, um, that's our hope I guess um, so yeah we're going to play the song Denial and you can get this at uh, divideanddissolve.bandcamp.com and the album's called Gaslit We don't get many uh, coincidences on this podcast, but uh, we're going to play another band from Leipzig. Uh, I don't know quite how this has happened, but uh, yeah, two bands from the same German city is, is pretty amazing in, in the space of a, an hour's podcast. So, Schweinsucht, who are members of uh, Medicine Noose and Gal, who happen to be uh, the last two bands I've, I've seen live um, inside a venue. Um, that was last March so that's really depressing though they, they were over here just as the pandemic was hitting so I think they might have even had uh, sort of trouble getting back but uh, Gal are more kind of electronics based and sort of noise based uh, whereas Med and St. Noose are a kind of sludgy two-piece and I gather they um, they leveled um, Hatch in, uh, in Sheffield as well I don't know if you made that one Pete
1: I didn't, I didn't, unfortunately.
0: Uh, yeah, it was our last chance to see music, so I grabbed it with both <laughs> hands, I think. But yeah, they, they were absolutely brilliant. Um, played to a crowd of about 15 people, but yeah, made made quite an impression on on people, I think, that night. So this is a, almost like a, a sort of project between members of both those bands, um, released on tape. This is just, they described it as kind of funeral doom with noise elements, and I think that's bang on as a description, and it's just it sounds evil, doesn't it? It's got this kind of crumbling digital sort of sound to it, but it's also very sort of organic sounding as well.
1: Yeah, and it is strange, and that's kind of what it sets sets it apart from, you know, like a power electronics band or or whatever. It does, you know, marry it to the, as they say, this kind of unsettling funeral doom. Um, and then adding in these uh, really warped screams and spoken passages, which are kind of unnerving in, in a yeah. you It's know, just it weirdly within. I know you got me thinking it's, it's almost like a perfect sound for the current times, you know. It's it's odd and it's weird and it's claustrophobic. It's a bit like a less feral nor their tongues. A bit more yeah. a bit more coherent than maybe that as well, listenable. I guess.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um it does but I think what's key, it does flow down you know, it flows along a path. It's not aimless noise, you know, like some kind of electronic, you know, Joni stuff is. It's structured to some degree as chaotic and as feral as it is. And, you know, maybe like a perfect combination of those two bands as you described before so yeah really interesting
0: yeah definitely i think it's a shame they've only released like 20 tapes of this but um yeah it's worth hearing so you can buy it digitally um but yeah if you can get that tape then yeah it really helps them out they seem to have released it on their own label which is heavenly vault you can get this at vaultofheaven.bandcamp.com the album's called um well it's demo uh, essentially it's called the Somatolysis demo and we're going to play the first song which is called Cascade of Strangulation. from leipzig we go straight over to australia uh for a band called z horse so pete you uh, managed to sort of track this down but it's it's so strange isn't it it's almost like noise rock combined with a bit of fuzz and definite sense of humor again in this band
1: yeah we got sent this uh to review and we got sent it a couple at start of december so i've been sat on this for a while and can't wait to couldn't wait to get it on it's released uh, this week as you described it is exactly what makes them so interesting there's Little You recognise all the elements, but kind of it's it's fused differently uh, to normal. I think there's, you know, there's alt-rock, there's post-hardcore, there's a bit of Melvin's in there. There's a definite kind of slightly sludgy, really kind of thick fuzz lining to it, which obviously will always appeal to us. And then this garage rock spirit through the sense of fun, as you mentioned, through to the kind of the velocity of it. It feels like, you know, like as an over, you know, like a, a brief overview, you might say, like, there's a ton of bands doing this, you know, that kind of garage rock thing. but whereas a lot of those bands are kind of either bad or, or kind of forgettable, they're catchy, they maintain the heaviness, which is key for, for me at least. And adding this slight oddness that's inherent in all of it is what makes it just really good and fun. And it's, this is a great song, but the whole album, you know, it's like this. It's a bit like the band, I always reference the band Deezer from Germany, and bands like that, you know, odd, jittery, a bit hardcore, a bit sludge, a bit bit of everything, and I put them in the same category.
0: Absolutely, yeah, like, so much fun and so off-kilter. I think you can get a lot of this kind of music sounding so serious and so po-faced, really, and I think this is just kind of, like, a band that are clearly having fun, but actually what they've produced is just fantastic. I mean, the album stands up as a, like a, a real sort of journey, I think. It kind of goes between so many different uh, influences, like you say, and just just really impressed. It's like a breath of fresh air, really, this one. So, yeah, really enjoyed it. So, yeah, we're going to play the song 20-Nothing, and it's off the album Let's Not and Say We Did, and you can get this at zhorse.bandcamp.com. For uh, the hell of it, I thought I'd throw in a little bit of sort of raging kind of hardcore. So uh, this band called WashTech uh, have been released on Shovewreck from Italy. And yeah, I, I just love this. It's, it's unrelenting barrage of, of riffs just coming at you and harsh vocals and just kind of goes for the jugular straight away and I think fit my mood at the time. I think, this this band. So, yeah, re- really enjoyed this. Um, what did you make of this one, Pete? I
1: enjoyed this too. I mean, they're on, like, you know, on Shovewreck, which we played a fair bit of recently. You picked, you know, a lot of tracks, and this felt sludgier than most of the bands yeah. we played from there. I always loved the stuff they put out, but this is going to always be more at my street, and it has this kind of rolling wave of aggression. Despite kind of you know the kind of muddied sludgy sound, trying to slow it down, it, it kind of pushes both these through. And actually, this was the first song I played of the song you picked this week. And normally, I kind of just try and get one listen in early so that I can start to, you know, start to think about what we're going to talk about. And I just had to stop and listen to the whole album because it's it's yeah. that good. Yeah. It really is. There's, you know, there are melod- melodic elements within there that shine through, but it still feels heavy. It still feels desperate. It's just that. That mixture, it brings an emotion to it, which means it's not just straight up Sludge of Doom. And whether that's through, like, a, I don't know, maybe like a noise rock strain, or maybe even a bit of like Kylie's school, you know, that kind of yeah, progressive sludge sound of, of 10, 15 years ago. That's, I thought this was brilliant yeah
0: it, it just doesn't stop for breath either does it it's, it's this unrelenting kind of churn of riffs and churn of of like just aggression so yeah I, I was well into this so it looks like they've done an incredibly elaborate tape release for this um so you can go to uh washtech3522.bandcamp.com or shove wrecks amazing really so the album's called does this dream slow down until it stops and uh, we're going to play the song 20 years <sighs> So on to heavy psych sounds who we play quite a lot on the podcast, but again, with good reason. Like they put out such gold and, and such amazing stuff. At such regular intervals as well. It's Pretty amazing. So, Pete, you've picked a band called Sonic Flower. Bit of a story behind this, I guess, because it's it's sort of members of Church of Misery, I gather.
1: I didn't know about this band until Heavy Psych uh, started to publicise the fact that they've got these records coming out, which are out this week. Uh, I think back in 2005, members of the band had a side band, which is Sonic Flower. I don't need to explain Church of Misery, but one of the kind of titans of, you know, world sludge. This was almost like an outlet for more kind of psychedelic music. It's... And they, they released one album... Happy Psychic re releasing that, but also there's a whole kind of record's worth of unreleased recordings. So I've never seen, you know, nobody's ever heard. And actually, you know, coming to both albums um, fresh and never heard before for me, it was, it was that album I was drawn to more, and which is this song is off. It's really good. It's really interesting. You know, it, it, it's worth kind of getting in because of the connection. You know, people are going to find this band because of the Church of Misery connections, but it stands up in its own right. It's pure, proper 70s worship. It, you know, it sounds authentic.
0: Yeah, it's got that tone, hasn't it? It's got that yeah. kind of. That captured, yeah captured captured
1: sound not just your typical sabbath and, and you know and co name checks you know it's it, they mention bands like grand funk railroad cactus even groundhogs it sounds magical this song in particular there's kind of multiple layers, extra instrumentation, sounds like samples, it sounds crazed and exotic and from a different kind of continent altogether, you know, or, you know, sort of different planet. It sounds really, like I say, of that, of that era and I, th- I think they capture it really well.
0: Definitely and I think the fact that they're members of Church of Misery as well, I mean Church of Misery have a take on the Doom sound that doesn't sound like any, anyone else as well they're very sort of unique in, in their sort of approach as well so i think that that kind of spirit is picked up here
1: as, as you say heavy psych do great work i mean they they do a lot of re-releases which are kind of worthy you know they they put they give them the vinyl treatment you know bring them to new ears they're putting out the bongzilla record which is coming out yeah in a just of spotted that <laughs> yeah there's they've they've put some live albums out from bands playing in the desert bands like earthless and nebula they put the dozer back catalogue out recently so constantly busy you know serving the stoner rock scene of the world you know not just italy where the are from your um psych label which you know does great work and and does a lot of good for for the bands and for the fans
0: yeah the real titan of a label i think and yeah it's just always worth checking out what they put out every week it seems to be weekly as well that they put stuff out that, that, that don't really slow down and it's always amazing quality as well isn't it so yeah really really impressive label um, so yeah like we say um, the record here is called Rides Again we're going to play the song Jungle Cruise and you can get this at heavypsychsandsrecords.bandcamp.com <laughs> think this next one because it's just such a brilliant collaboration so Everson Poe uh, who we've played before has released uh, a split released with a band called uh, The Sun Came Up on the Left to me this this feels like a collaboration it's not it's it's two uh, two bands doing their own thing but really it it, to me it sounds so natural between the two you could actually think they've worked on it together it it sounds that joined up and, and that logical that it just works really well I'd love to hear them collaborate as well. This is brilliant, and it was really, really hard to pick a track. I don't, I don't know what you thought of this one, Pete, but I thought it was an absolutely brilliant release, and like we said earlier, like we're already looking at records that are strong enough for contention for the rest of the year, really. I mean, we've only just got past January, and uh, here we are with several records that have just blown us away, really.
1: Right. I put it up there as well. I'm not, I'm not aware of this band before this, are you? No. No,
0: no, not
1: at all. And That's something we're going to have to remedy, because you know, like you say, we know Everson Poe. We, we you know we played them before. We, we, you know, I think we both picked tracks um, from them before. So it, I suppose you know, like you say, they complement each other really well. What I liked about this is kind of got this mechanical element to it. It's mechanically heavy and creepy, and it reminded me—well, it didn't—but like, just thinking of like *All Through* and *Punisher*, but without that level of intensity. It's more organic than that. You know, it's not complete lost to industrial coldness. More importantly, what that does is it leaves space for this kind of spooky atmosphere to swell and to fester. Creates a real doomy mood that is just completely intriguing and and great to listen to.
0: Someone said that they've they've created this cohesive piece, and I think this is almost like th- these these songs by the Sun Came Up on the Left are very sort of expansive and murky and evil sounding. But then when you go into the other some Poe tracks, they're sort of a little bit obsessed with witchcraft and the occult and, and things like that, there's lots of samples but to me it's a continuation of a theme it just feels like this uneasy conflict within the music that, that kind of really spoke to me with this, and listening to it over and over again, unless you're keeping a track on which which artist you're listening to, I think it, it melds in so well that it could just sit as an album on its own, and I think that's that's that kind of speaks to how much these artists are in, in sync with each other, and I think it's to be commended and trepanation have done it again i mean trepanation keep putting out so many really interesting records like some noise records some noise rock records some doom records and and this which is i feel like it's an artistic expression that just makes a lot of sense and i, I really really i'm quite excited about this one um so the record's called ancestral memory you get this at trepanation like we say it's really really hard to pick a track for this i think um we'd probably play one of each if we could but yeah we're gonna play the Sun came up on the left and their third track which is a coward's expression of doubt So sometimes um, a, blast, a blast from the past appears on the podcast, and I think this is this is one of them. So those who uh, are old like us, maybe, might remember Collective Zine, uh, which was a forum and, and a sort of label and a, a distro and a reviews website, almost almost like 9 book for kind of like emo, punk, um, screamo stuff and stuff like that. This has been released by uh, Joe C, who used to kind of... Um, look after those boards back in the day i think and he now masters records as well so he's mastered this one by a band called chaos emeralds which seems to be a solo project pete where did you find this one because it's, it's very sort of loopy and droney and strange it is a solo
1: project and and it's charlie butler and charlie you know and another blast from the past from from nine hertz perspective um it, charlie's from uh, mother Chucker. Ah, right. Okay. Um, Makes sense. We're one of the first bands we kind of interacted with when we launched the website. I think they, well, they did. They played the first ever 9 Hertz gig in Sheffield. Um, and we had a good, real, you know, really good relationship with them through the forum and through gigs and getting to know them. He's, you know, Mother Chucker is still going, as far as I'm aware, that, you know, they're still putting out records. You know, 15 years later, you know, they've, they've, they've evolved massively. Charlie's also in a band called Cody Noon, which is kind of a, a folky emo in DGO and he's been putting out records on you know he's been putting out his own music during lockdown and I was I was listening to this and it is really interesting it's really you know it's really good this song in particular I really kind of I really like I wanted to put something like this I think we talked last year about you know particularly in solo projects which have been done at home during lockdown which is, is wouldn't have come about maybe if, if it wasn't for this I like the fact that we're playing these records because it just shows that you know, artistic people have, you know, will not be tied down, will not be kind of put off, from, you know, they'll, they'll find a way. And I think that's what, that's, that's what this shows. I'm glad we're playing this. You know, I've listened, to, I've listened to, like, Portrayal of Guilt, you know. I know it's not typically our thing, but it's a brilliant album. And you've got this, you know, this huge album. Um, and I thought, should I play something by this? And I was like, no, I'm going to play this. this. This feels more, you know, this feels of its time. Something you you kind of want to play to more people, you know. Use our position to do so because I think it's you know it's it's important kind of record of twenty 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 one. Um, and good on him because it sounds it sounds great.
0: Yeah, I mean the music itself is is almost like hopeful, really. It's got kind of a shoegaze vibe to it, almost, has not it? It's very sort of bleak sounding, but it's got like a, mm. a a ring of hope in there somewhere. I really liked it. I mean, I'm I'm into this kind of thing anyway. I, I love exploratory stuff um, that kind of goes a bit by the wayside in terms of atmosphere and and kind of wh- where it's kind of heading this doesn't really have a definite destination but it doesn't really matter i think that's that's what i got from it Sort of very minimal photography used to kind of illustrate the music as well so yeah really interesting release and yeah i love to hear more Um, I don't know if they're they're planning on well if he's planning on um, taking this live but I think that would work as well like if you could could create this kind of atmosphere live it would be amazing brilliant stuff so yeah we're going to play the opening song which is called Shatter and you can get this at charliebutler1.bandcamp.com